So Heidi's brother tried to cut his hand off this weekend. <laughs> That's a great way. To or this start. week, the beginning of this week. This is. I'm sorry. This is what started our week. Yeah, this week yeah, has been this week. rough. Yeah, you heard me right. Yeah, he, he tried. That he was our Monday morning as yeah. our eyes were waking up. A phone yeah. call with him in the emergency room. So yeah, I got a got a call from him sitting in the uh, in the bed of the ER, and he's like. All right, this is what happened, and he's just being very, very direct. And I'm like, and every now and then he's like, oh, but then he was just being like totally calm, but just very direct about what he was. And he's like, okay, so this is what happened, and I was like, oh my goodness. And uh, mm. so we went, uh, picked up his car because this happened at work, and he works in a uh, a pallet factory, um, making and disassembling pallets and stuff, and. Uh, just one of those accidents. Mm-hmm. Just a work accident that nobody really happened. was to blame. I mean, technically, it was something that each of them po- could have done something better. But sure. that's like, you know, I mean, it, it just, it, it, even then, it was just one of those things that sometimes things happen. Uh, it was an accident on two people's part, but unfortunately, your brother got the worst end of it, and the blade came down, and it, it hit him on the forearm, and it kind of bounced up, and then hit him again on the top of the hand near the pinky, and uh, it was it's actually good that the blade bounced, because if it would have uh, been uh, adjusted a little bit different, the blade would have just went straight down and probably taken... The whole from the forearm down off so he really oh gosh i got a sneeze coming anyway he really lucked out uh on that part of it but on the other part of it it was really really bad because it severed all the way down um it severed tendons bone it 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 he has a lot of bone loss uh severed the tendon and his pinky they um had a lot of uh, his upper forearm too. He was missing some bone out of that too. It was it was gnarly. It looked disgusting. Um, but he had uh, surgery that that night, and uh, it went perfect. They were able to reattach everything. <clears throat> He's got a, um, a a screw in his in his hand now to hold kind of hold everything hold together. together um but it's and it's going to be a long recovery process um fairly painful and he'll have to go through therapy to learn how to use it again um but he's going to be okay it's just going to be a really cool scar and he'll be fine he'll have a little bit of pain but he'll be all right so that incredibly long story was the start of our week so far and then, my goodness, in the home church side of it, uh, hopefully maybe this can make some people smile and not. So yeah, on the home church side of it, mm. there has been so much, so much pain too. Mm-hmm. Uh, some real serious stuff from a couple of you, which that oh my goodness, already this week has just been crushing week so I thought maybe and actually one of you brought up a very very good point on 
just asking questions you know on you know these types of things when life happens like this one of you brought up a point of just why why does god why me why does this happen you know and, and we think that god isn't here or god isn't listening or god isn't and sometimes you i mean sometimes the answer is just we don't know we learned that in our Ecclesiastes study we went over that and we discussed that the wisest man in the world that was given wisdom from Christ himself from the Lord himself could not figure out why life unfolded this way some things happen some great things for you know and and some a lot of times people undeserving are the things that just great lives and great people are struggling you know and we're looking around going man i'm trying to live for christ and i'm struggling what the heck and we learn that i don't know sometimes you can't explain it but the other the other part of that i think the more important part of it is that we can't explain a good portion of it because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you go over John chapter, which we're going to make it in our Bible study through John. Actually, that's what we're starting. Yeah. So we'll be starting John. And I'll get, and I promise I'll go over this again uh, more in depth once we get into these like middle chapters John 15 16 um but it's it's Christ you know before going to the cross but explaining that anybody that desires to follow Christ and live for Christ will undoubtedly struggle Mm-hmm. Because the world hates you. Yeah. The world is against you. Who is the ruler of this world? That's Satan. You don't have the strength to fight that. And that's what you have against you. So, you have these things consistently and sometimes I don't know maybe it's because your your faith is so great that you're you're just and I know in your case um, that your faith in the midst of demons including your own family and I I use that term you know I I don't really use it lightly but sure that's it, the, it's, the reality it's of what the you're reality with. of what you're fighting with yeah. right because into anything that's that's fighting against you trying to to share the love of Christ and, and having that kind of opposition mm-hmm. to it is it an is. antichrist and that's that's where you 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 have to realize that this isn't some 
crazy fairy tale pretend world. This is a very serious, very, very serious, very real world. And if you believe in all of this stuff, mm -hmm. you have to understand that this is this is real. Mm -hmm. So you'll have these things consistently. And I don't know. And, and you know, I'm not I'm not saying that they get in every little thing. You know, you got to be be careful of not being. But, you know, they make you they you can listen to them in a way that you wouldn't even know. You know, they can whisper lies and tell you lies and get you to believe them and and get to drag you down and um you know i mean you you've just got a lot going against you so that's what we were that's what we're fighting against and you know when we become disciples of christ we agree to the fact of jd jd um frog did a great sermon on this actually i think it was this past week um uh not on on this specifically but his point was that uh dying to self that's not good mm -hmm. no no sense of dying is good sure right so when you die to yourself and you die to your, you you lose a part of of yourself so that could translate to when you're around your family if you die to yourself you accept Christ for everything and you say that I'm just gonna shine his light when you died to self like that and you fully fully embrace Jesus and you're going at that against family mm -hmm. you're realizing that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this opposition mm -hmm. this is gonna happen this is gonna be violent opposition yeah but I'm not going to stop mm -hmm. because I've died to myself. I've let that part of it go. I've realized that I've said, okay, I know this is coming from my family now. Yep. Listen, th this is why we have to, whenever we feel um, like we are going to give up, we always have to look to Christ in everything. Because in Christ, you see that in his life, he dealt with these very same things. These exact same things. His family, his brothers, okay? We see two of the New Testament writers who weren't apostles. You know why they weren't apostles? Because they didn't believe in Jesus. They didn't believe who he was until after the resurrection his own brothers his own family <laughs> they were trying to shut him up including his mom going hey don't say this stuff now obviously that's not comparable to the type of opposition somebody is is facing in a direct way but it's still comparable when you look to Christ for these things and and yeah. what how he answers to these things so he says that, you know, okay, this, my worst opposition is going to come from at home. That, that's, that's the way it is. And that's, it's going to happen. And I have, uh, I have seen it personally firsthand. 
I'm a victim of it. We're not victims. Forgive me for saying that. No, but that's what um, it is. Well, but we're not victim because we accept the we accept this sure, in Christ. But so we're not. But I, I I guess in the way of it. But we've fallen under this as well. Not that we're perfect, but we've definitely um, we've definitely experienced extreme opposition. I mean, we both have been in tears opposition from our personal, you know, our, our family. Mm -hmm. So I know how that goes, but I mean, okay, you, you have to just, it's painful and it sucks. But what did Jesus say? He said, if you don't hate your own mother, your own brother, hate what do you think that means? That's never a good term. Okay. Does that mean literally hate your mother, hate your father? No. But if that person, including your children, has this type of opposition towards Christ, you hate that from you hate that opposition from them. And you know what you do? You take up your cross and you move on. What that means in your personal life, I don't know. And it may, you know, you know what else is? It's not going to give you much more hope right this second, but it might get worse. But you have to stop doubting. You can't doubt. You have to accept a lot of different, lot of different things that are very, very painful. This is <clears throat> not an easy road for anybody. And as I said at the beginning, I don't know why. I don't. But hear me out in understanding that you have to accept the bad before you can get to the good and that doesn't necessarily mean the coming kingdom that Christ is bringing yes that does all of our all of our blessings and all of our rewards and everything lies in that kingdom but we do have the comfort what does Jesus also say in in these chapters of John he says the 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 helper will come the holy spirit will come to help you, to help you through these things. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we have to just shift our focus and shift our thoughts on these on these times, on these positions we're, we're in. And sometimes it, it sucks going through a rough period. I mean, you know, we personally, we are going through a rough period. I mean, in a couple different ways. Um, not relationship wise, but I mean, just, you know, in this, we put in a nice amount of time. To <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, just in our roller coaster of a life journey now, I mean, it's, a, it's right now we're struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why we're working consistently. We're working. And see, and this is where it would be so easy to be like, God, we are doing everything for you. All of this work. It's for you. Like, are you kidding me? We can't, 
We can't have our bills paid. Like we, we can't be able to afford the things we need. We're not even asking for extravagance. You know, it's so easy to fall down that rabbit hole of like, God, why? Like I'm doing all the things you asked of me. We're serving, you know, I'm doing all these great things. My heart's in the right place. Our, you know, focus is in the right place. Like, and we still have to struggle like this. We still have to have all of this pain and struggle and stress and frustration like you can't even help us with that you know it's so easy to go to that place so first you have to accept that these things will come you have to understand where they will come from Mm -hmm. you have to you you have to understand those things and you have to and, and you have to accept that you can't control them and a lot of it is just sucking it up and moving on i unfortunately because that's all you can do mm-hmm. you you may have a day or two where you're face down in whatever situation that you're in bawling in tears and you can't move you may have a couple of days sure, sure. but after that get up and just do what you can because it's some days that's just the the best that you can do and and once you once you learn to accept that then you have to shift your shift your focus into being thankful for being in a position that God is showing you that you need to rely on him. He's giving you the opportunity and he's showing you that you can't do this by yourself. You can't. You need me. You can't take it anymore. You can't wake up tomorrow and and, and get moving. You can't, you know, you don't, you don't know where you're going to put your head down at. You realize that you need him for that and that you that 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 opportunity is huge because even though you don't see it now because it's hazy that's I mean God is just it, it has his arms out to you through these situations. And he's telling you, he's saying, look, you need to come to me. You need to fully embrace me. And, you know, sometimes the, this third part is the toughest part. Because then this is when we have to shift our focus. Hear me out. We have to go low before we can pick ourselves back up that's the way that my brain works and that's the way that I have learned in this in this walk in this walk with Christ you know you you really you truly have to learn how to humble yourself and the couple people that I'm talking at specifically I think are kind of like-minded like me in a little bit so in this way for me and I'm not saying that this is definitely a uh, 
you know, this goes for everybody. One size everybody's fits different. all. If you want to find this in Christ, yeah, you must yeah, no. do this. No, you don't. But really at the same time, I think it's a, you know, it's yeah, something it to help. think on and it might help. But take yourself and self-analyze, okay? You know, and me talking for myself again, I'm like, you know that you're, you would judge yourself a terrible person. I have done many 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 terrible things that have hurt many many people i mean you know i regret many things and i don't you don't you know we're forgiven and we're washed clean of all of those but i think there's certain times that you need to remember who you were <laughs> who who exactly not it was that the Lord saved? Not in, up, no, 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 no. Yeah. not in beating yourself up. But who who exactly it was that the Lord saved? And you're like, well, wait a minute, you know. And I mean, I I I guess I just summed my whole point up in that. I mean, that's how you get through it. But you 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 take yourself and and you remember all of those horrible things that you've done. And realize how bad and when you truly become you know you have that true relationship with Christ how just you know you, you you can't help but feeling like you want to make it right and you want to serve him because you know that that's you know um, you know you know that that's just a rea you know a reaction after that because uh, that's where this unfortunately we've been talking about in these apostasy series but we this this fake christianity comes from is you know it, it's not all fine and roses and stuff on the surface like all these churches push out that's unfortunately where our our minds get you know placed in and we think that this is the the direction and this is how you come to Christ just doing this and it's you know all these blessings and everything's well, awesome. Like the comment even was made of like, <coughs> oh well, where's your faith getting you? You're clearly right. doing real great, right? That sure. this whole God thing you're going sure, on, you're really doing a great job considering you're struggling like that. Okay. In, no, that I mean struggling that bad. Why are you struggling that bad? So the glory of God can be shown in you. That's why I, the answer to that, that's the only answer that I have to that. And that was, that's what Jesus answered to that question on why these things would happen. Um, not directly, but that's, uh, that's paraphrasing the, the question. That's exactly what, what it was. Um, but by remembering who you are and who the Lord saves you in, then you begin to just feel that that sorrow and that pain of realizing that you hurt the Lord in that you took part in an innocent man's murder you know that you put him on the cross sin you know all these things we 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 did that we are not flesh is we are not good people I don't care who you are nobody's good so when you look in that kind of perspective which I know like I said it gets a little morose a little dark and you get a little depressing <laughs> well I mean That's what it is. but we when you look at that what do you deserve yeah 
You have a promise of eternal life, not a promise for anything here. Yeah. Matter of fact, you have a guarantee that it's not going to be great. So, again, I'm going low before I go up, you know, higher on this too. But... But we don't like to talk about that part. Right, but we, we don't have like to, to talk about that we part. We have to. Because that doesn't make me feel good. We have to. that's telling me things are going to stay sucky and they're right. not going to get better. And Right. I don't know. Do you deserve your pain? I don't know. Do you? Did Jesus deserve his pain? Absolutely not. I know. He didn't. He didn't do anything. Right? He didn't do anything. But he overcame? If I'm being honest with myself, I probably deserve a lot more bad stuff than I uh, Exactly. Have. <laughs> and that's easy to say for somebody that's not in a horrible situation. But as I said, I mean, I'm I'm struggling in a in different ways as well. And you look and you go, Okay, well, do I deserve anything better? Absolutely not. Yeah. I don't have any guarantees. I don't have any. I don't deserve anything better. I don't. Because, yes, Christ paid for my sin. And, yes, it's all washed away. But, like you said, we don't, you know, the, the first thing somebody will tell you, well, yeah, but, you know, y- your sins are remembered no more. You know, they will be remembered. They no more. will be. <laughs> We're still in the so. flesh. Mm-hmm. So. Until then, current status is current status hostile is hostile God. and and can't obey God, is where we're at. Because give me an opportunity to screw up and I'll do it five times over. So, while I'm suffering, but then you know we we have to just look in that perspective. We have to and know that there's somebody in a worse state than you are. You are luckier than one of your brothers or sisters in China, India, anywhere. Everywhere is hostile to Christianity. Some people are literally killing these Christians. They're bombing churches. They're slicing throats. They're crucifying people. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And because we suffer a little bit of, you know, a little bit of, of American persecution in our lives, is we don't have the word, we, we go, well, what's happening? God clearly can't be here. Well, you can't, you can't go, or like you said, the other side of it, they'll say, well, where's God? Well, where is God? You know, or what was the comment? Specifically, what did she say? Uh, just along the lines of, you know, how's that God thing working out for you? Yeah. <laughs> You're still struggling. You're still left out and having all these problems, clearly. And, and you know, the answer to that question is great. I'm doing great. Christ said that I should rejoice in suffering. Well, what, so I'm doing great. Don't I'm clearly doing great. I got lots of suffering. But you're getting to experience this, which it's hard and it sucks. And no, it doesn't make it better. But you're getting to share in suffering is you're getting to. That's why Christ said to rejoice in it. Guess what? You're getting to to 
live out your salvation, be able to mm-hmm. not make... I, I don't want to use that word because I'll get slaughtered, I'm sure, in some comment if I use that. I was going to say make payment because it's not. But it's we, we have a duty to serve. You get to partake in We his. get to partake in, in, in doing it. And honestly, once you shift your focus to that, it becomes a lot easier to go through these things. It, it It's not meant to put you down because that's where, listen, if you're in a position like that right now, it's because either A, like we talked about earlier, Solomon says, we don't know. But in Christ, we have a couple ideas. Okay, so in Christ... Maybe you're not believing enough. Maybe you have little faith that he will carry you through this. Maybe it's that you're questioning these things. Don't question. That's what Job did. Mm -hmm. He started questioning. God actually, absolutely, he was like... Who do you think you are? To question me. To question yeah. me. I tell the stars when to go out at night and, and when to... Sh- like, that's me. I'm that guy. There is not one thing that is out of my control. Who are you to question me? And then... Obviously, we see Job like, oh my gosh, I should have never questioned you. I'm so sorry. Why did I do that? I was an idiot. But then a couple chapters later, we see Job is blessed. And that's that's the, that's the point is sometimes these things are happening because it's you having little faith. And I know I just said that, but I I just keep coming back to you're not believing enough. There's some sort of anger. There's some something that you're holding on to, something that you're not accepting. Maybe it's you're not willing to accept this position or this situation. Maybe Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But... You have to pull yourself low to get yourself going and, and for the Lord to pick you up. So you go and you just, okay, what is, what am I holding on to? Do I, do I think that I deserve more? No, no, absolutely not. I'm a wretch. I don't deserve a dang thing. I'm thankful for what I have. I'm thankful for the fact that I woke up. I'm thankful that even though I'm in an intense amount of pain, I'm thankful for the fact that today I had a roof and a meal or even if that's the, the the least thing that you can you know that you can get I mean we see that the the apostles they went through the exact same thing Paul was shipwrecked he was stranded on an island he got, all these really really bad things happened to him he's like really and I've actually seen Jesus like, I know this. I've talked to this guy. And these things are still happening to him. But what does Paul say? 
He goes, all of it was to get me to realize that I rely on God and that I need God because I can't make it through any of this. This stuff's ridiculous. I can't do this. You're like, I can't. I don't know if I have a house. I got I got kicked out of my house and then I got kind of let back. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you're right. You can't. You can't. You can't. But if you believe, if you have enough faith in Christ, he can and he will. And he is. Listen, I have known this person since we started this ministry you didn't think that you were going to be here today when we first met you and you're here now and that was how long ago it's been a while it's been a long time i know it's been a rough road that long time but zoom out and realize and it's all is it's all just having and accepting it in faith because if you zoom out and you realize that this 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 period of trouble this period of pain this period of is just so small and so meaningless and so the the part where you fall down and you just scrape your knee in the grand scheme of things you know because you're not going to remember it it's not going to hurt anymore None of this is going to happen in a short time. It's going to be very, very short. Now, this life, it doesn't matter. It's painful now, but it doesn't matter. And it's and it's a very, very short period of time that you will have to put up with this. But the pain and the things that you're going through, that if you continue to persevere with Christ, the rewards and the crowns upon crowns and the... And, and the what you will have in your new life will far surpass anything that you can ever think of. And I know that doesn't comfort at all. But all these things that you want now, you'll get all of it. It's just, it, it might be a rough road. And it is a rough road. It's a guaranteed rough road. That's it. It's unfortunate truth. I mean, it it, it stinks. Nobody wants to hear it, but that's the honest answer for it. And is long. And I'll tell you, here's an example. I feel no matter whenever I struggle, I realize that I'm making it. But I look at the fact that for me personally, I have my children are completely healthy. Nothing is completely horrible going on with them. You know, you, you look at the blessings that you currently have or, you know, even if you have a sick child, well, at least it could be worse. It could be something else. It could be somebody that's, you know, you just you just have to. <clears throat> excuse me. We we uh, 
read this morning that we share in each other's burdens mm -hmm. and we go oh man oh, yeah it sucks for me but you know what somebody else has it worse at least my situation you know I'm thankful not comparing but I'm thankful that my situation is not worse um, and praying for those whose situation is and, the, and in that moment going man I'm thankful that mine isn't but for those people you know, you, you just shift your focus to something else. That's that's the only way that you can get by. That's the only way that you can do it. And a lot of times, a corner <clears throat> door will open up and something will happen out of the blue after that. Seems like you get to your very, very last tipping point. To where you want to give up and you're ready to question and get mad and throw rocks up in the sky and then all of a sudden you'll get boom a little unexplained whatever it is check donate whatever it is mm -hmm. somebody will hand you cash say here I just felt the need to give this to you you're like are you kidding me yeah. You know, these little things happen all the time. Yeah. Consistently. But a lot of times, they don't happen until you <clears throat> are stretched as far as you can possibly be stretched. And man, I the person, this person specifically has no idea the strength that you do have. You have no idea how strong you are. Like, your strength level is, I mean, think about how bad it's getting, and then just when it lights up a little, how thankful you will be once it lets up. Like, oh my gosh, I just need it to let up a little bit. But then you'll see how far you've grown. You'll see how far you've possibly been able to go. And how low you've you've possibly been able to get for you to be able to look up. But a lot of times, it's our pride that puts us there. Because there's something there that we're holding on to. Whether it's we wanted it, we think we deserve it, we think that we should have better. God, why aren't you doing something? We start blaming. We start getting, you know, doing these questionable things. You know, sometimes it, it, it takes you to realize, man, I'm sorry. Instead of being thankful, I went straight to prideful. And even in the worst, lowest situation, you still can find pride. Don't think that even, I mean, anybody all around the world still struggles with pride. So, it's not, it's not what you want to hear, but this isn't. Nowhere in scripture does it tell us that Jesus is going to send us help in the way of, you know, things going our way and 
us being completely wealthy and this prosperity gospel idea or this even prosperity light idea that's taken over the church this new apostolic reformation that thinks they can heal people and they think that if there's something that's not working right in you then you must not have enough faith or you must not be like on the right type of level or something like that you know it's that's all that's all what that completely ruins the you know people I guess that just ruins people in general it's that you you get this idea that Jesus is this you know you have this you're on this certain level you're you're on the front row at church you know the pastor knows you by name you know that you're going to be blessed financially physically you know all these different things it's like no Jesus never offers that he he offers something far better it's just not here but what he does offer you is his help and that's what's in this chat that's what's in those those chapters of John that's what the Holy Spirit is and just staying in prayer in faith Staying strong when somebody comes at you with how's this God thing working for you say great Jesus guaranteed that we will suffer in this life I'm hitting 10 out of 10 baby I'm 10 out of 10 <laughs> he's great imagine your attitude shift in that you would I mean people laugh at you well, because we don't stop and think about it. So if he tells you that to truly be one of his own, you must go and endure suffering as he came and endured suffering, right? Innocently right. suffering for things. Makes you stop and look around. And so if we're applying that, so if I'm looking at the self-proclaiming Christians that are professing only great things and all of this and are not struggling and everything's per I'm not saying that he can't give you things to help you because you can but you know what I mean like so if you're constantly just talking about all the greatness that you have you know I'm so hashtag blessed you know on the back of your Mercedes or whatever it's like he promised that those truly following after his name would endure suffering so are you sure you're really having it with him like you think you are <laughs> Again, because God can provide and he can give you many great blessings. But this is something that I started doing. You know, I share about, you know, just our journey living by faith, which you said the other day. Is it really living by faith or just living by stress? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, kind of, it is. kind of like the same thing. But, you know, but living by faith, because even when there is stress and hardship and stuff, just knowing at the end of the day, I go, God, this is all you, because I don't know what to do. But something that I've even found that's helpful is I will write down all the things that I think of that we need, right? And and they might be literal, you know, provisions, like he's got to provide toilet paper for us here soon. I don't know what to do. But, you know, so sometimes there's like literal physical items that I'm like, Lord. Oh, there's a whole, there's still some back Is there, there some down here? Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, look, maybe he just provided. Um, Like the other night when I had just gone in and did the last of our laundry and we've got, 
six people in this house. We go through a lot of laundry and we use the last of the laundry soap. And I was like, Lord, get any more laundry soap. And then sure enough, we got a donation that came in, mm -hmm. remember? And oh, so yeah. I responded, I wrote to the person and thanked them. I said, you have no idea what perfect timing mm -hmm. that was. The amount they sent over was the exact amount mm -hmm. we need to go and get, I get a big thing of laundry soap. It lasts us for a lot of time, especially with the diapers and stuff. I have to use certain laundry soap, whatever. Well, that person messaged back and said, I just got done. I actually had a bunch of old books that I sold. And that was the amount that I got from selling them online. And I was like, I'm just going to transfer that over. And, you know, and how just how cool that was. Mm. It got perfectly used. It. So sometimes That's it's so a yeah. physical item that you need provision for. Sometimes it's just an emotional thing or a spiritual thing, you know, or something like that that you're like, God, I, you've got to give me something. Can I and if, this? okay. So. But my point was to take those things and I have a little journal that I'll write, I'll note these things down because it's so easy to be like, well, God isn't giving me any of the things that I need. Where is he? What is he providing that I need? Look at all these things I don't have. That's so easy to do. And I know we fall into that too. And so I started writing down little things. And so tiny things, even ridiculous things, right? Air to breathe. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, my, my children waking right, up today, right, you know, right, whatever, right. little things like that. And then every day that those little things happen, to just stop and, and take a moment to physically think about the things that, I didn't get the food I wanted today, but I've got a heck of a lot more food than a lot of other people in the world. Right. You know, I, I maybe I didn't get this, but I did get that. And those little tiny mercies yeah, yeah, it's, that he puts there yeah, helps you, great, I think, just to focus that's a great in that idea. perspective. And I, because I honestly, we do, um, you know, I mean, just the, the smallest little things, like even if it's you like going out and getting little Caesars, <laughs> like, Cool, but you don't eat that every night. But you're like stoked mm -hmm. when you get it, right? You know, because that's like that's awesome. But that's mm -hmm. something completely small. Mm -hmm. You don't like that's not something that you need. That's not something that mm -hmm. is even of you know worth. But for getting our family, excitement. like if we get but to like get is, a five dollar yeah, pizza like, for awesome. everybody to split, it's like the coolest, most exciting thing for the kids right. and you so ever. Just shifting your focus completely changes that. Help. And, and mm -hmm. you start realizing where your blessings are. But this is another problem, I think, how we don't correctly understand heaven and eternity. Sure. Because if we truly were heavenly minded, we would look well, at these things we've differently. Got, we got a lot of, and man, this, this podcast is going to be so confusing to people that are new. I get the, just the way that I started it off. I, this one wasn't really mindful of we have like a lot of, a lot of new people around our hearts were just really which heavy is, but they're really the heavy on this in, so. so we'll go ahead and just specify on this one that is, this is more of a personal direct one and believe me and I don't want if the person makes it this far through without crying too much I definitely am not um, saying that you deserve anything you at all i'm saying that that's the way that you have to start looking at things though you you have to turn your focus on that turn your focus back on yourself and realize who you are instead of trying to figure out why this is happening to you if that makes sense like you know realize that well man i don't deserve anything 
you know, okay, yeah, you can you can go through your head. Well, yeah, it should be better. You ne- you didn't necessarily did it do sure, anything of wrong. Of course, sure. Neither did Jesus. He didn't. He did he absolutely didn't, absolutely nothing wrong. nothing wrong. He lived a complete sinless life. I mean, did nothing wrong ever in his whole life, and the amount of suffering humiliation that he suffered that's your that's your key to getting through it is looking to that and realizing that he says hey don't worry about it I did it and I'm going to help you do it so while a lot of times it doesn't look and it doesn't look to the world like there's any progress being made or there's any blessing it doesn't they're going to look at you and laugh because all this stuff is foolishness to them they can't see it they're blinded to it their hearts are stone cold and they're completely turned off Mm -hmm. and they do not see it and they won't you could talk to him until you're blue in the face but until you're ready to do what you just what i just spent the past however long 48, I've been, minutes. 48 minutes talking doing about humbling yourself and pulling yourself down as far down as you possibly can go not beating yourself up but reflecting on i mean because you stand proud you're forgiven there's nothing you, you stand with your your but it's you know, because proud. of that because that you can truly understand you know what you've it, it's like looking and standing over you know something that you conquered and you destroyed right but you look down at the feet of of the just the disgusting filth mm-hmm. of everything that's at your feet you know sometimes sometimes you have to walk on top of the pile and look down at it go man look what I conquered and look what I was forgiven from man I better get off my platform <laughs> you know because yeah. it does you lower yourself back down real quick um, and, and believe me it's not it's not a process that you're going to be able to do easily and it does sometimes it does uh, involve a whole lot of you know just why and being angry not at god but it you're just it the fact just be angry at sin be be, be angry for what it is um, i know that was my heartache this morning after everything just thinking of it it's like the you feel the weight of oh sin. yeah you want to be mad at something be mad at the at the fallen world in the 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 dis the disgrace that it is i mean if you want to throw rocks at something throw rocks at that because that's where the problem lies mm-hmm. but once you until you get to that point and accept that and are willing to admit all of those things you're never going to understand christ you're never going to understand God's word. You're you're shut off. It's foolishness to the world. 
So somebody, you know, teasing you or, or, you know, challenging you, saying those things, that just proves what Jesus told you was going to happen and that you just have to take heart and you have to deal with and you have to stand strong. And even though it is difficult, just you have to keep going with faith so I think I've rambled enough on this one hopefully it wasn't too harsh because we love everybody that is suffering and we under, we definitely understand I mean we're right along there with you maybe not on the same you know level in, in every different way but we're definitely not <laughs> having a great time over here <laughs> I mean yeah we are I mean we are. we are because you have to you just have to you have to learn how to but we have to, to do it. we have had to learn to keep ourselves focused but those small blessings you yeah know, like we were talking and, about, and that focused helped. eternally you know in a sense and and I think part of that is for fear of crying because if we didn't it would be like oh my gosh we're idiots everything's falling apart what are we doing we're never going to make right. it you know all of those things would start unraveling as well and sure. so i think that's the only reason why we you know we love hearing from you and we love sharing our burdens you know with one another we need to do that and to be able to sympathize and to um pray with you know our, our fellow believers and to help where we can and provide where we can and offer support sometimes just having an ear to talk to and just let it all out on you know is something that you need to be able to do and we love doing all of that but that is something that we've definitely had to learn in our own lives of I am so heavenly minded because if I were to think of the things of this earth and my life here right now I would fall apart mm -hmm. in two seconds and some days Focusing on the earthly things does get to me mm -hmm. and it goes really, really, really poorly because the things here really, 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 really stink. And it isn't fair. It isn't fair that I'm doing these good things. And I'm loving God and I'm serving and I'm, I'm doing all of these good things and my heart's in the right place and all of this stuff. And yet everything for me really sucks. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Go find me the line in scripture that says life is fair. Yeah. It doesn't exist, right? That's what the kids always go to. That's not fair. That's yeah, life isn't fair. No one ever told you it would be. Yeah, and then you add Jesus to the mix and you're just I mean, Yeah, and then you read what he says and he says done. that you're it's never gonna be fair for you. And it's like, Well, I didn't know that's what I signed up for. Where's the good thing? <laughs> yeah, and that's that's it. it well, doesn't... the great things are coming, but we don't you know, and that that was your whole thing. Go listen to our you but know, I mean, you once did you the finally but honest yeah, exactly. But once you finally learn to accept a lot of these things and look at them from a different way it starts you start becoming a lot more happy and it, it it's just a result off off of of um you know just completely you know um, humbling yourself before god and just getting to that that point where you're just on your knees just saying I can't do it anymore I need you and he's going okay I got it mm -hmm. 
but sometimes it just takes us to get to that point. So I I already said I wasn't going to ramble anymore. I went like 10 minutes after I said that. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Nope. Wrap it up. Close it. No, just that we definitely love you and are praying for you and are trying to figure out every possible way that we can help. Yeah. So if you never contacted us before, you need somebody to talk to, been talking to us, we're here for you guys all day in any way we can be. All right, guys, thank you.